the title of my message is simply, I am going places. I am going places. Uh, <clears throat> I had a couple of titles going for me, and this morning I said the one that I didn't choose last night, because I, I thought this was like appropriate title for our theme that we're in, and, and the start, and uh, and then I just remember the story when I was in school. Uh, a teacher asked a question, asked if any students had questions. And then I remember asking a question, and it was like a really deep question. It was like, hmm, the teacher didn't know the answer to the question. So we took a break, came back, and then he said, um, he pointed out, he said, you know, David, you're going places. You are going to go places, because that question, I still don't know the answer to, and that's a really good question, so we're going to make sure to work on that. It was just a question that kind of, um, you know, made him think, but um, that's good, because at that time, I didn't know that I was going places, and here I am today, and uh, <clears throat> when we say that in society, he or she is going places, usually we refer to their success and how they're going to be successful in life. We look at someone, and we say... Uh, she's going places because she's an amazing, amazing writer. She's going to be a successful writer. Uh, or if you see uh, uh, a young, uh, you know, a young kid has all the crazy ball handles with basketball, you're saying, "Well, this kid is he's going places. This kid is going to go far. Hopefully, uh, you know, uh, become something is going to come out of uh, this." And that's what we usually say when we refer to each other. But this morning, as my title does say. I want, this, I want to make this personal for you and for me. And I want you to say this and repeat after me. I am going places. Good. Now, to confirm this, maybe turn to the person that you have next to you. If you have anybody. If you don't, that's fine. You can just say it to an invisible person. Just say to them, I'm going places. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. And because we're very... Sometimes we're very... Uh, as a generation, as people were really discouraging, and we don't really support when people are going places because we're so jealous, right? So what I'd like you to do is like you turn back to that person and say, I know you're going places. So do that right now. I know you're going places. Good. Good. You are going places. That's good. That's a good encouragement that we need to start this service. Now we're done. I'm finished with my message, and we can go home and have lunch. Well, not yet. I have a couple of points I'd like to share with you this morning. But this start theme, uh, theme that we started this year, in many ways, spoke to me personally over the past couple of weeks that Pastor Ken has been sharing. You know, uh, the things that stood out to me was when Pastor Ken said, you know, you just got to start. You just got to do it. <laughs> we talked about this. Just do it. You know, the Nike <laughs> slogan. Just do it. You know, just go for it. You know, just do it. When God speaks, don't think twice. Just go for it. Uh, don't think too much. Just start. You know, and the hardest thing to do in life is to start something. And, and for me personally, I mean, I, I'm sure he spoke to all of us in many ways, different ways, different areas of our life. For me, um, I need to be more responsible. I need to start being more responsible. I need to start picking up my slap, slack, slap, and a slack too. <laughs> 
I need to start doing the things that I've always wanted to do. I need to start uh, mentoring more, encouraging more. I need to start delegating more stuff even around work and the church and, and different things. And I need to start writing more things, uh, more content, more uh, books and songs. I need to start uh, listening, leading, spending quality time. I need to start praying more. I need to start fasting more. I need to start improving my skills, getting better at what I'm doing. I need to start studying more. I need to start reading more and start, start, start. There's too many starts that I want to do. And, I, and I'm hoping that this year is going to be a year start for me personally. And I'm hoping that it will be a year start for you as well. We all have things that we want to start. And usually... Where the problem, when, when the problem arises, it's usually about uh, the question, not about what we're going to start, but why we're starting it. And in, in our world, in our psychology, people have realized that if you know your why, then it's going to be very easy to define your what. So most people start with what, and they're like, well, I just want to do this. But they don't really know why, so they don't just, you know, it doesn't last too long. But if you know the why, which is the more important than what, then you'll be inspired to do what you want to do. So, most of the things that I've started in my life require this big thing I'm going to talk about this morning. Huge thing. It's sort of like the secret ingredient of, this sec- of the secret soup that you're making. You know, What's the secret ingredient? We all know of it. We've all heard of it. Without it, I wouldn't be here today standing where I'm at in my life. I wouldn't have accomplished what I did if I didn't start. Whether it's, some of you can relate. I've mentioned this story in the past, leaving uh, my own country with just one luggage and coming here. Uh, Whether it's, whatever it is that that I wanted to do, I needed this one thing. And this one thing is spelled F-A-I-T-H. Faith. Faith. I almost had a misspelling misspelling thing in the first service, but that was because I have an excuse because English is my second language. So if English is your second language, you have, you got to pass. One pass. Faith. Faith is the secret ingredient that we need to have in, in this life. Faith in God that everything is going to be okay. Faith that God is going to be with me. Faith that He will make a way. Faith that he will open the doors. Faith that He will be the one to make the right connections. Faith that He will bring the people into my life that will help me. Faith that He will take care of my schooling. When I came here back in the day, I didn't have a single dollar for school. I didn't even know how I was going to pay for it, but God took care of it. Faith that uh, I'm going to have an amazing family and marry the most beautiful woman on this planet. My wife sitting right over there, and she knows that. And faith that God will provide for us. That God will give us what we need. Faith that He will be with us and meet our needs. And on and on and on it goes. So the question I have for you this morning is, where are you going? What is it that you want to start? Do you want, do you want to go places? Most people don't know what they want in their life. And they don't really have a clear understanding of where, where they're headed. But if you really thought about this question, where am I going? What do I want to start? You'll soon realize that if you have a desire, you have something that you want to start, you have this uh, destination, you'll require, you'll, you'll realize that you will need faith to start. And once you figure out what you want to start, 
it will require faith. In Hebrew eleven eighteen, this whole chapter is amazing. If you want to get inspired about great starts of great people, it says this: By faith, Abraham obeyed what he was called to do, to go out of the place which he was he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. So he took faith for Abraham, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna talk about this morning. He took faith for Abraham to go where God called him. And Abraham followed God to a land that was not his own, but one day he would become his children's land and inheritance. And as we trust God, he will direct us. In James, this is also what it says about Abraham. Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. So here's the big idea. There's one thing I want you to remember from this message. This is it. It is every time that you start in faith, you will make a count and God will reward you. Every time in life, you're about to make a decision. You need to start something, whether it's small or big. If you start in faith, with faith, it's going to count in God's eyes. And He will reward you. The definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And in our case, is our complete trust and confidence in God. And in Hebrews, the Christian definition of faith is simply this. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And there's a couple of acronyms online that I found that define faith. You know, we have like a faith and this got F-A-I-T-H. A couple of them I found, one of them was for forwarding all issues to heaven, which was kind of cool. I liked it. But then there was another one that I liked. It said, uh, focus all in trust in Him. F-A-I-T-H. It was a fun, it was a good one. But there's one that stood out to me. <clears throat> For all impossible, trust Him. Trust God. I like that one the most. So what is faith? Faith is this internal conviction that we have in our heart, deep down in our heart, that is usually followed by an external action, by obedience. Obedience by knowing what the right thing is to do, or maybe not being 100% sure, but having faith and taking that step. So, because there's a lot of great Heroes in the Bible, and Pastor Kenneth spoke talk about Moses and was leading the Israelites out of out of the prom, into the Promised Land uh, uh, from Egypt. Then uh, there was David, and, and Pastor Ken actually last week mentioned even uh, uh, Abraham. And I thought, well, there he goes. Now he took Abraham. Now I can't even use Abraham anymore. <laughs> but then he used a different example to to the whole thing on start. So I, in this, um, in what I'm going to share. I thought, you know what, this is going to make the most sense because we can all relate with this, what Abraham did. But let's just read in James 2, 21-24. This is what it says. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions, they work together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened, just as the scripture says, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God, but by what we do, not by faith alone. 
So where are you going? Are you going places? And if you're going places, if you want to start something, been said before, I say it again, you need to start with God. Start in faith. I'm going somewhere with God. It's all about God's presence in our life. It is not taking things in our hands and going in our own strength, in our own faith, in our own trust, in our own belief, but, but trusting God. And it's always better to do it with God. Because there's, sometimes there's going to be confusion, there's going to be no purpose, no direction, no meaning. There's going to be fear, there's going to be anxiety when God is not a part of the picture. But if you start with God, and if you, like the proverb says, if you, everything that you do, commit to God, He'll make your path straight. He'll make a way. If you want to start, you need to start with God. And the lemma isn't, uh, well, God, where are you taking me? Then the question becomes, well, God, uh, I know you're taking me somewhere. And because I'm with you, I'm going to trust you. Whatever you're taking me. You see, Abraham did not know. But he decided to be obedient and to start this journey into the unknown. And God blessed him. So let's just read this text real quick before I share a couple points with you. The call of Abraham found in Genesis. You probably, If you're one of those people that starts reading of the Bible in the beginning of the year, you just probably went through this recently. And uh, let's just read uh, verses from uh, 12, uh, 1 through uh, 9. <clears throat> the, Lord, the Lord has said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I know a lot of you here can relate with this first verse. <laughs> Leaving your native country, coming here. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those that treat you with contempt. And all the families on earth will be blessed through you. Great promise. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and, and Lot with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. And I just want to stop, stop here for a, for a moment and tell you, that the age is just a number. And it doesn't matter if you're 75 or 95 or 55 or 35. It is never too late to start. Abraham, Abraham started at 75. And let's read on verse 5. He took his wife Sarai his nephew, and his nephew Lot and all of his wealth, his livestock and all the people that he had taken in the household of Haran. And he headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived to Canaan, Abraham traveled to the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the Oak Moreh, and at that time, um, the area was inhabited by Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. And after that, Abram traveled south and set up a camp in that hill country as well, with Bethel, with Bethel, Bethel to the west and Ovi. And I to the east, and there he built another altar and dedicated to the Lord, and he worshipped the Lord. And Abram continued traveling south by stages toward Negev. And whatever, we know this real story, whatever Abraham stepped foot, that was the land that God has promised, and he got him and his family. 
And when I read this story, I'm encouraged because I feel like we can all relate in some way or the other. We are all on a journey, just like Abram was. We're all on a journey, on a journey of faith, and God is leading us somewhere. God is leading us towards something. And if we are listening to the voice of God, we'll know what that is. But one thing that is for sure is that as God is leading us, we will need faith. We'll always need faith. We can't do it without faith. See, looking at Abram right now, his life and the way all things, and you're looking at, looking at the big story of the Bible and how God has brought all the things together and trying to understand all the things that have leading up to Jesus. You see, if Abram, Abraham decided not to start and not to trust God in this moment, we wouldn't be here today. It was just one simple start that he had to put faith and trust in God and for the unknown future, that God just, that when he made that step, there was a promise to follow that God will bless him. At that time, he probably didn't even know how that's going to come about. I mean, he was old. Didn't have a son. Son Isaac came later. But it was all the things that were, that were coming together. They were playing just because he decided to start in faith. And that's my first point this morning. You need to start. We need faith to start. We need, to, we need faith to start. We need faith to just begin. When we overanalyze, overthink, overtalk, it can bring us to the point of doubt and, and not, so, not so much trust. And, and, and longer we wait, longer it will take us. And you may not have all the answers and all the resources and all the plans and all the maps laid out the way things should look. But the important thing is that you have faith in God who does know the plan, who does know the way, who does know uh, what's, what's, what's to come. So our faith, we never put our trust and our faith in our plan we put it in God's plan and God's will. See, God has a plan. We know that. God has a purpose for us. God knows a way. God knows all the process. God knows what it's going to take. But what's up to us is just one thing. is to start. To start in faith. Because God knows all the, all the things that are to come. All we have to do is just put our faith and trust in Him. Now imagine Abram, Abraham with all his possessions, family, home, taking the trip into the unknown. It's not an easy move. You know, I can, I can only imagine the conversation that he had with, with uh, Sarah, his wife at that time, coming to her and um, starting up the conversation and saying, Well, honey, um, I know we've settled here and stuff, but... We're moving. Yeah. And I just sent Sarah looking at him. Okay. Sounds good. Where are we going? Well, I don't know. We're moving. We're just going somewhere. We're going places. I talked to God. And then at that time, you know, they didn't have all the houses and all the stuff. I think it's actually more complicated to move nowadays with all the stuff. 
I want to say with all the junk that we have, because maybe most things are not junk, but you know, we fill our stuff, we fill our house with so many stuff. And then we're to move. We go through our stuff and like, well, why do I have this? And why do I have this? And why do I have this? And you got all this stuff you don't even need or use ever. Uh, but I, I, I would, I mean, for us, I've shared this story before when we were moving. We moved, well, basically twice. Once, and one was a transition when we were moving, to, when we were getting into a new home. But it's hard to move. If you ever, if you ever moved, and I know most of you here have moved, whether it's from a different country or whether it's just like in the city, it's not an easy uh, task to pack all your stuff and move. And on top of all that, you know, Abraham uh, had uh, saying here in the text, he was wealthy and had all the cattle and all the sheep and all the stuff and uh, the nephew Lot and, and the kids and the family. And there was a lot of stuff that had to be done to move. It's easier when you, when you want to move and you know where you're going. But it's harder when you don't really know what's, what's going on and where you're going. But there's sometimes this transition period too. For us, it was a transition. We stayed in our in-laws for a little bit. And, and sometimes it's uncomfortable. You're waiting, waiting. Well, thing, our things are going to pop up. But sometimes in a transition, God is using the transition to build our faith. That he has, a, that he has something in plan for us. And he did, and, and we, have a, we have a house now, and, and all this thing. You guys heard this story before, but when, when people are moving, it's not an easy, easy trek. And I was just talking to Mitch, when I mean, they were here just about to move. I mean, you were here, you guys probably heard, they were moved to the States. It's not easy with a young family, all the stuff that you have, and moving the whole family to a different country. And, but with faith, it's easier with trusting God with the steps forward, it's easier. So we need to start in faith and trust God with the rest. We need faith to start. But once we start, here's another thing that we need to do. Step two is we need faith to keep going. To keep going. <clears throat> I've heard it so many times people say, don't give up. And that really is true, especially when um, you've given up so many times and you stand up again or you lose again or something happens and they say, well, just don't give up. Just keep going. And in the middle of a journey, lots of things will come up. Unexpected disappointments, hard stuff, unpaid bills maybe. Things that will get out of hand, messy things. But I believe that once you're on that journey, what you have to do is, once you started, you just got to keep your head up. You just got to believe that God is in it, that He hasn't left you. I've never, I don't think God is the one who's just sitting there and waiting for us to give up. Say, okay, there we go. I don't want, I don't want to help you anymore. I actually think, I know Pastor Ken mentioned that the start is probably the hardest thing to do in life. And I, and I believe start is one of the hardest things that we can do, is to just start. But I think as hard as, hard as the start is, starting point, I think it's even harder to keep on going. Because when you start something, and I've done this in my life, and you probably have, you start something, and then it's being consistent. You know, whether it's you want to read more, pray more, do something more, you want to work out, whatever. It's like you do it a few days, then you miss a day, oh. And then you do it again, and you miss a day, and it's like, oh. And then you come to a point like, oh, I've already, I've already, um, I already failed a few times, so might as well just give up. I think it's actually harder to keep on going in faith. 
trusting God, especially when things happen out of hand you didn't expect. But God never leaves us. With the Israelites, it was, it was the same story with Moses. When he started leading the people of Israel, now this was a much bigger group of people, <laughs> you know, millions, and going, and, and then all of these people complaining, no, not enough food, and where are you taking us? And now we had to get to, to the sea, and what, what are we going We might have as well just stayed in Egypt. Why did you bring us here? And all the, all the confusion, and, and uh, it wasn't easy for Moses. It wasn't easy for Abraham. But I have a feeling like Moses was like, guys, you know what? I got I don't I have no idea, but God's got the God's got it. He's he's gonna provide, he's gonna make a way. And because of our human nature, we'll be tempted to give up. We'll when the first disappointment comes, maybe not so much, second uh, not so much, and then third, uh, it's like ah oh, okay, well I started. Well maybe I might as well just stop now. And when all these things are coming together, culminating together, we don't know how the ending, how is this going to go? How is this going to happen? And I'm sure, you know, Abraham, thinking about this, and he was caught up probably maybe in his own mind, thinking like, where are we going? What's going on? We've been walking for days. Like, what's... The babies are crying. Everybody's cranky. There's not enough, not enough, um, not enough rest. What's going on? But here's two things that we need in life as Christians to keep on moving forward. Two very simple things. Faith and more faith. (laughs) That's what we need. Sometimes even more faith to keep on going forward. It's only with faith that we can keep on moving. It's only with faith that we will not throw in a towel, as our generation says. It's only with faith that we'll stay positive, optimistic, and say, I've got God with me. I can keep keep going forward. How are we going to get through this? I don't know. Abraham thinking, when we get there, as I heard about this Pharaoh guy, and he might even just take us into captivity, and my wife and my kids, and how is this all going to work out? Was God really speaking to me? Was God really real? Like, Was that his voice, or was it just too much pizza and coke that I just had the other night? Was it God? Was that really you? You know, and just thinking and processing things and saying, well, I don't know if this is really God. But you know what I've realized in life? It is, it is the promises of God that keep us on going and keep us moving forward. And sometimes in life, you just need one word to hang on for your dear life to keep on moving forward. You know, the impartation nights that we have, I just love those nights. There's a word that's spoken over people. There's a, a prophetic word or a prayer or something. And it's like, sometimes that's, that's, that's all you got to hang on. <laughs> to hang on for your dear life, just the one promise that you have. But it is the promises of God that you can hang on. And you can, you can say, God is real. God spoke to me. And I, I know that He's with me. And that's what we need more of. That's why I encourage and I encourage myself even, when you, you, we need to be more in the Word of God. We need to be reading more. We need to be spending more time with God. Because when God speaks to us, our, our life is so much better. We're, things are so much clearer. Uh, it, it's, it's, you won't be having a desire to give up. 
Because God is speaking to you and He's moving. So we need faith to keep on going. Romans 10, 17, he says, Faith comes by hearing the word of God. That's how we build our faith. And number three is we need faith to finish well. And I know our topic this year is all about the start. And it's not ironic that I'm talking about the finish. But really, we start because we want to finish, right? We start something because we want it. We want, it, we want to see it come to pass. So, um, there was a guy, uh, Stephen Cubby, that <clears throat> wrote a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, or something like that. I read this book back in college, and I read it again and again. It's a, it's a great book, recommended to everybody. But he said this, he said, start with end in mind. Which really means, create a concept, vision in your head, what you want to accomplish what you want it to look like, your goal. Your, he said the whole mission statement, that was why, why we talk about even in our church, classes 101, 201, 301, 401 leads us through that. So you can create a mission statement at the end of the 401 class and you can say, okay, this is why God created me to be on this planet Earth. So uh, all of these things work together because you see a goal, you see, you, you, you see where you want to be, and then that is what keeps you going to the finish line. You wake up in the morning when you don't feel like going, you have this vision and this picture of how it's going to look like and what it's going to be. Start with the end in mind. <clears throat> what are the promises that God has given you? What are the promises that God has spoken to you? Stephen Covey actually said this. He said... Um, People are working harder than ever, but because they lack clarity and vision, they aren't getting far. They're not getting far. And I'm sure Abraham, when he was walking in this, on this journey to, where, to the promised land, uh, probably had no idea what, how things are going to come together. But I have a feeling like he had this, this thing in his mind, and it was simply this, promised land. Promised land. I know where I'm going to the promise and God has promised and he's going to bless us. And that's all he kept on thinking about. So with faith, we can see the end, the finish line. You can see that, that it's going to get better. That, that things are going to get better. That things are going, to, going in the right direction. The goal is approaching. And in Proverbs, actually Ecclesiastes 7-8, it says this. Better is the end of the thing than its beginning. Once you start and once you grow and once you see the promises come to pass, you will look back and remember your humble beginnings, your humble starts. But you know what I've realized? You won't be as much of an importance as to where you're going to be. Because everyone, when they look at people, they see at the finished product. But nobody knows what happened behind the scenes. You know, because I always mention this, I love the sports. No, everybody looks at the big, you know, all-star, or the big um, <clears throat> champion or whatever. But they don't see the behind the scenes of working out and getting better and being disciplined. And all the things that are put to that to actually make this champion who he is and who she is. Everyone likes the finished product, right? But how do we get the finished product? We have to start somewhere. And we have to start in faith. 
It's a funny song. Funny song that came to my mind when I was thinking about this. Uh, by Drake, who is a, a rapper. He, he has this song, Started From The Bottom, Now I'm Here. That's kind of like the song that has been going around. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. You know? And everybody will say that. People that are successful, they say, yeah, yeah, you know, I started from the bottom, but now I'm here. I'm successful. But yeah, really, in reality, we had to start somewhere. Uh, there had to be faith somewhere to start. And I've realized this. The bigger the start, bigger the faith will need. Bigger the finish, bigger the fate will need. Big fate produces big starts. And you just can't do it without fate. So, start in fate, keep going in fate, and finish in fate. Where are you going? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to start? You need to start in faith. And I don't know where, I don't know how, but with God, in faith, I know that God is going to bless me. Some of us need to start serving. Some of us need to start forgiving. Some of us need to start <clears throat> praying more, fasting more. Praying more and fasting more for your future spouse, if you're, in that, if you're single. Start attending church regularly. Some of us start, need to start uh, tithing. Some of us need to start dating. Some of us need to start spending quality time. Some of us need to start trusting. Some of us need to start the therapy to get better so that we don't get bitter. We need to start, start, start. And all these starts, we have to start in faith. In faith with confidence that I'm not alone. I'm not alone and God is with me. And I've never met a person in my life that has told me, Ah, my life, whatever. I don't care. I, you know, talk to them. I think everybody wants to make a count. Long after we're gone from this planet Earth. I think everybody on this planet Earth wants to make it count. And how do we make it count? How do we make it meaningful? How do we make it count in the eyes of God? Even better. What does it mean to make it count in, in the eyes of God? And this is what it means. Every time that you start in faith, like Abraham did, you will make it count in God's eyes. Every step of faith that you make in your life, it will count. It will be remembered. It will be referred to. You will refer to it in your own life as you go through this life, and you'll go back and say, that start of faith that I had, and that's going to be all that you're going to be hanging on. Sometimes that's all you're going to be referring to. This, is my, this was my start of faith. And I'm on this journey. And that really, in the end, when we're long gone, when the next generation comes, I, I believe that the people that are to come will be talking about our starts in faith. And what we, we've started in faith. Whether it was a small thing or a big thing, when we started in faith and God is rewarded and He's blessed, that's, what, that's all that's going to matter. And I feel like if, if the Bible was to be written all over again, it would be all based on well, he did that in faith. She did that in faith. They did that in faith. And this is what happened. This is what came out of it. So start in faith. Don't lose sight of God's promises. The promised land is closer, maybe, than you think. 
Every time you start in faith, you will make it count. And God will reward you. Amen. I want to leave you with that. Why don't we just all stand. I want to pray for all of us. I want to bless you this morning. I don't know what that was speaking to you or that was stirring in your your life. But I want to encourage you that whatever it was, whatever God was speaking to you, that you would start in faith and that you would give it to God and say, God, I have no answers. I have no idea how this is all going to come about. I have no concept. This seems impossible maybe right now. I, I just don't know. But I know that with you, I can start in faith and I can believe in faith. So if you want to be included in this prayer, I want to pray for you. Just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Father, in this moment, we thank you for the life that you've given us. For the amazing promises you have for us. For the amazing future that you have for us, God. Father, we're so grateful for all the amazing starts that we have had in our life. And all the blessings that we reap right now as a result of it. And we know that you're stirring so many great, so many more great starts that you want us to start And you want us to keep on going in faith. And you want us to trust you. And you want us to finish well. To do well, God, in life. Jesus, we just give you our life. We give you our desires. We say your plans, your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. And we just give you all that we are, God. We pray that we will be the people of faith. People that we walk in faith and not by sight. People that will trust you, that will rely on your promises. People that will be a testament. People that will make it count. People that will, other people will be able to point to and say, look at that person. Look at that great faith. We want to be like that, God. We want to live a life of significance. We thank you, Jesus, for all the promises and all the blessings. And we give you our lives.